2: Inside Access with Jason LaConfora and Ken
1: Wyman. Sponsored by Stevenson University online. 1057 the Fan. I only want to see you landing in the purple
2: It's 5 o'clock on a Monday, and that means it's time to go to the Ashley Furniture Guest Hotline. And we're joined by the man, the myth, the legend, ultimate football guy, Bobby DePaul, who joins us on behalf of the Bobby DePaul Charities and those who support them. And Bobby D, we start, as always, with the song, Why Purple Rain.
3: Lamar Jackson is back, and the Ravens' six-game losing streak is over. Just like that. The Ravens wore their purple jerseys on the road in New York, and it looked like Purple Rain to me. Finally, the Ravens fans get to celebrate another Ravens victory Monday. So enjoy the victory. They are hard to get in the NFL. All
1: right, Bobby, we're going to do something a little unusual here. Our buddy Stone has a brief cut of you talking on Friday. We'd like to play it for you and then have you react. Tight end
3: and running back screens work well against him. Cornerback number 37, Bryce Hall, really struggled. So if he starts, expect the Ravens to test him early. The other glaring problem for the Jets was how they handled hard first down play action passing. Well, maybe <laughs> the best way to react is to just give you guys the results. The Ravens ran two screens. One to Devin DuVernay for plus eight yards, and the other to Kenyon Drake for plus 15 yards. That's two screens averaging just under 12 yards per carry. Not bad. Maybe Coach Roman is probably kicking himself today watching the tape for not calling more. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to slow down the pass rush. Good thing quarterback D- uh, DJ Reed got healthy and played yesterday you know, for the Jets because that kept number 37 Bryce Hall. Hall off the field. I credit the Ravens coaches for recognizing Hall on the field because they were ready and went right after him with a Devin Duvernay 25-yard, great throw-and-catch TD, guys. Bryce Hall, get this, only played five plays yesterday. (laughs) So that was definitely pre-planned, and the Ravens took advantage of it. Now the big one. First down play action results. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens attempted the second most play action attempts on first down in the NFL in week one Sunday. Lamar completed seven attempt attempts, you know, seven ten attempt mm-hmm. attempts for 99 yards. And Lamar graded out with a quarterback rating of 135.5 for these plays. A lot of credit goes to the coaches for picking up on those Jets defensive weaknesses and coming up with the design play action passes that were so successful i'm definitely thinking somebody is listening to the 105.7 the fan friday segment and it's
2: paying off guys bobby let's get to lamar jackson and he he did some great things yesterday where do you think he can improve
3: The fans have to keep in mind that this was Lamar's first action since he got hurt in Week 14 last year against the Cleveland Browns. There's a big difference between practice speed, preseason speed, and then the big jump to regular season speed. John Harbaugh is playing the long game, and he obviously wanted to rest his key players during the preseason for a potential injury, like what happened last year, really, when you break it down, the first quarter was their preseason game. Yeah, you know I thought Lamar got better as the game went on. Probably the most noticeable difference between last year and years past, and this year is the weight gain, and how it slowed him down. You know, and that open, you know, with his open field quickness and running ability, Lamar only had 17 yards rushing yesterday. So that, that is the first thing that needs improvement. The Ravens need his running skills of the past to be successful moving forward. You know, that's, that's his greatest asset and yeah. strength. You know, I like his dual, uh, you know, capability. But he lost a step based off the tape. And defensive coordinators will adjust and get more aggressive down in the box until he is up and running like the old days. In terms of throwing the ball, I thought Lamar's ball placement was a little off due to him, you know, dropping down to that sidearm throw again, which we've seen in the past. Ball placement accuracy gives the receiver the ability to make something out of the catch. That's the hidden yardage, and that adds up by the end of the day. Let me give you guys a few stats, you know, from the league yesterday. Lamar completed 14 balls for 66 total yards after the catch. 66 total yards ranks Lamar in the bottom five of the NFL. The other thing that happened yesterday is Lamar had an average time-to-throw speed of 3.31 seconds. That ranked him second to last in the NFL. So to sum it up, Lamar's off day is still a good day, but he needs to get in game shape to regain his foot quickness and play speed along with his quicker release time and better ball placement accuracy then he will be perfect
1: balls definitely got to come out a little sooner bobby i've been kind of debating with these knuckleheads i do radio with all summer long tell them that i think the offensive line this year center and left tackle could be a massive issue and not necessarily any better than a year ago i thought it was ridiculous not to rep McCarry at left tackle all through camp now we have juan james out for the year are we in an o-line crisis already not even in week two
3: I would say this. It's beginning to remind me about that old Abbott and Costello baseball who's on first skit. To me, we can only speculate about the availability of Ronnie Stanley and his potential playing time moving forward. Then we can start actually evaluating his ability to play left tackle again. He's not a lock to return to Pro Bowl form with such a long layoff. We just saw that with Jawan James. My biggest concern looking over this roster right now is who packs up Patrick McCarty if he goes down at that tackle. Yeah, I don't see anybody else on this roster other than right tackle Morgan mm-hmm. Moses being able to line up, and I haven't seen him do it ever before. The Ravens do have at least a couple bodies at right tackle to plug in. You know, you got David Sharp on the practice squad, and you got fourth-round pick mm-hmm. uh, Daniel Lele. Not a crisis yet, but it's getting close. It's always tough to open on the road with crowd noise for this first time. in really, this was the first time this whole group actually played together. So that didn't help. You know, I worry about Tyler Lindenbaum's pass pro anchor ability. He was walked back a couple times. I did like his second-level ability, chasing down and blocking the linebackers. So that was good to see. Yeah, I thought Morgan Moses struggled to generate movement off the ball and run blocking. you got to remember, he's a cast-off to the Jets that are struggling yeah. on the offensive line. Yeah, I'd like to see him play with more punch and power. As a group, they each took their turns. But overall, they held up against a pretty good Jets front four guys.
2: Bobby D, uh, we were concerned about this interior defensive line coming into the season. Matt Abike did not have a great summer. Calais Campbell getting older. Michael Pierce uh, coming off injured years in, in Minnesota. Nice start for this group.
3: What was really nice to see was Justin Matabuke play like a man possessed. I guess those migraine headaches did have a big impact during the preseason. I, I can I, I, can t- I I'll tell you this. Watching the game, I, I can't tell you how many times the announcers were praising Michael Pierce, and then you put the tape on, it was really Matabuke making these plays. Mm. Nothing, you know, not trying to take anything about sure. Away from Michael Pierce, he was active and disruptive, and he played great himself. Yeah, I really like the way this group as a whole turned and ran to the ball with violence. I guess they got tired of hearing, you know, how good the Jets front four was during the week. That's a good thing. You know, Calias Campbell looked fresh. Hopefully they can keep his playtime down. And yesterday it looked like they had a concerted effort, you know, to get it down. You know, he's 49% of the snaps. I would lower even further to me – 40% 40% I've been saying that for a couple of years yeah. now would be the number I'd get down to. And all you got to do is increase Broderick Washington's rep. Remember you want a fresh Campbell in the fourth quarter to rush the passer and you want a fresher Campbell heading down the stretch into the playoffs.
1: Bobby Kyle Fuller out for the year. How concerned are you about that and how significant was his role?
3: Anytime you lose a player, it hurts, especially when when he's a homegrown Baltimore, Maryland product from Mount St. Joseph's. You know, my grandfather graduated from Mount St. Joseph's back in 1918, played against Babe Ruth, by the way. I hate to see it. I'm sure this will speed up the return of Marcus Peters, but the Ravens do have a lot of depth at cornerback. I thought Brandon Stevens did some really good things on tape, playing in their sub package outside. He is physical and quick-footed. Great move, moving him to cornerback. He is getting better every week. I do think he can play, you know, the nickel slot vacated by Fuller. But the Ravens do have Marlon Humphrey who played the slot in their dime personnel. The Ravens did play Pepe Williams in the slot, so they definitely have the cornerback depth along with nickel and dime slot guys to handle the full loss. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but the Ravens are playing a lot more zone coverage, and you can already see the results. One of our off-season improvements we mentioned last winter was talking and getting more takeaways. Yes. We saw a fumble recovery, you know, a a fumble uh, recovery caused by Michael Pierce. Uh, He was recovered by Marlon Humphrey. We also saw free safety Marcus Williams with the INT. another good sign. When you play zone coverage, you have a lot of eyes on the ball. When you play man coverage, your back is turned away from the ball. So that's a big improvement, and hopefully that will then – You know, help them when they break on the ball and make open field tackling better. As of today, the Ravens are ranked number one playing in third down defense. That's a really good start and sign. Thank you, Joe Blacko. That was a great confidence (laughs) builder.
2: Bobby D, finally, uh, quickly, let's get into Kyle Hamilton. What did you think of him yesterday? Is he a plug-and-play safety?
3: The NFL is all about play speed and change of direction, foot quickness on defense. Kyle has more length than anybody I can point to in the past that has played deep safety positions. So he has his work cut out for himself. Remember, it's not his fault he was drafted so high. It's a long season, so the evaluation process is just beginning for him. The problem he has is there are so many good players he is competing against for playing time. Competition makes everybody better in the long run, guys. <sighs>
2: Bobby D, let the people know about your charities and those who are supporting them.
3: ID Technologies, Dell, and Ruckus Networks are proud to support Bobby DePaul Charities, a means to provide help to kids who struggle from unexpected hardships. Together, this team is committed to giving back while helping deliver world-class wireless networking solutions to federal agencies who need to be able to seamlessly connect over secure, reliable, reliable, Wi-Fi networks. Visit www.idtech.com forward slash the fan to download our free wireless stress test results showing how the ruckus Wi-Fi 6 cloud managed access points outperformed its competitors. September is Spinal Cord Injury Awareness Month, so when you visit the IDTech website, please scroll down and look for the Walking with Anthony Foundation donation link.
1: And as I told you guys Friday, check out Bobby D on Twitter, at Bobby underscore DePaul, D-E-P-A-U-L. He had some great stuff on the game that we couldn't get to. His game balls for the Ravens week one will be up on his Twitter. Bobby D, great as always, man. We'll talk Friday. Talk to you Friday. Tougher, tougher, okay. tougher test. test this week, brother. Tougher test. Time for happy hour. <laughs> Enjoy. Enjoy. Bobby DePaul. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix,